here goes another cut from Sting. Take it away. <laughs> you know what that's from? I do know what that's from. What is that from? Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. We'll do a live. We're live. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Luis from Koenig Wheels. I'm here with my buddy, the one and only. Rich from Koenig Wheels. And we're excited to do this one today because we have another Wheel Wednesday podcast. And basically, Max just revealed our guest without even... <laughs> he just showed up at the screen randomly. Uh, but anyways, we have my boy, my brother from another mother, the one and only Formula Drift prospect driver and one of the illest dudes I know, my man Derek Madison. What's up, Derek? How you doing, my brother? What up? Dude, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Just good. another beautiful Wheel Wednesday. It's Friday night. Why don't we make a Wednesday? Oh, one? yeah, it's dude. Wednesday. Because none of us are musicians. And the West Side. Oh, you, you say you, you play a little drum or something, right? I used to play. I used okay, to play drums uh, for my for my church. Okay. Yeah, Sounds bro. Good. Sounds like you're our boy. I used to kill that drum. He has God's hands. <laughs> Anyways, my bro, how's everything? How's life? How's preparation for Formula Drift? Like this season, I feel like this is a good one for you, bro. I think you've you got yeah. that perfect, like how we would say in Spanish, that adobo seasoning, that it's like <laughs> ready for you to start cooking these mothers efforts. Oh, dude. dude, I actually had adobo seasoning on a burrito for lunch an hour ago. So wow. you're on the money, dude. I'm not even, I'm not even joking, dude. Uh, but no, uh, prep is awesome, actually. Uh, I'm sure you saw we got us a brand new shop, which is new to us. I've been building my race car in my parents' garage for the last couple of years. Bam. Uh, thankful they let me do that, but it sucked because I have so much stuff. And that just going into a small, normal house garage was not cash money. Yeah. Uh, so me and uh, my race team actually rented a shop together. And things have been going pretty well. We got a really nice place to put stuff. It can finally be well organized and not a mess. Uh, got my race car in there, street car in there. Uh, I'm about to start on our new race car, which seemingly is not going to be ready for this year. But uh, we'll kind of revamp the old tried and true girl and uh, put it back together, fix some of the issues that it had going on for this season, and you know, dial it back in because we we're uh, going for that championship this year. And I, and I know you are, bro. See, that's the thing. Every year that I've known this man so far, every year you keep getting closer and closer to it. And it's just like, you know, knock on wood. You know, knock on wood. It's, it's, an, it's one of those situations where it's like, if it if it doesn't happen, it's like, God is just messing with us. Because, bro, you're, you're prepped. You're prepped and ready to go. And like we say, that you got that adobo on you right now. Adobo, You could put adobo in an engine, bro, and that shit will fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll try it. I'll <laughs> he try said, it. "I'll try." Catch anyway. me on grid with a dobo on the side of the car. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so tell us a little bit about what's going on. So uh, this daily that you have going on—I mean, you sh that, the one that you showed me—that's a daily, right? The yeah. one with the SSMs yeah. on it. Like, is this yeah. just something that you drive around? Like, bro, this car yeah, is dude. sick. Do you put it on track, or is it just something that you just, you know, eyeball the next driver next to you and be like, "Yo, you want to test me or what?" I mean, I can't really get that cocky with it because it's still really slow. But uh, no, I, I bought it uh, around like Halloween. And I got it for a deal, you know, still full interior, everything, like a real nice 92 uh, S13 hatch. And it was bone stock, pretty rusty, and uh, it hadn't ran in like, or hadn't been like on the street in like 10 years. Like I knew the people who owned it before. And it passed through some owners. I snagged it, brought it back to life. Um, and actually, my friend Tyler works at the shop pretty much three or five days a week and i uh, just paid him to put it all together for me and he did a knockout job my boy micah came up and wrapped it and just last weekend 
and uh, we got it dialed in and running really well just last week. Um, so we've really just been hitting the roads with it recently. Sweet. Got some nice brand new coils and suspension stuff on it, so it rides like a Cadillac. Hey, and, uh, dude, it's great. So I'm gonna drive it every day because this F350 gets 11 miles a gallon when diesel's 550. That just doesn't work. So yeah. uh, that's awesome, bro. I see you doing your thing, man. So I just kind of want to get into a little bit. I know you can't reveal much. And one of my favorite things about when it comes to the FT season is kind of the day of when it comes to Long Beach. You kind of get to see everybody's what they're going with and what they're dealing with. And then obviously they hit those banks and then it's a whole different game and balls ball game. You know what I mean? So uh, is there anything, though, that you could tell us about your build? That you feel like is going to be different? Are we are we going with a new livery? Is it is it going to be kind of similar to what we have going on already? I mean, I know you always come out with that black and silver look. That's just your style. Or is there any yeah. differences from that? Or what we got going? Uh, the black, the black, gold, and chrome is here to stay. Um, nice. You know, we we built a brand around that. My business's colors are going to be black and gold. Uh, obviously, Fuel Labs colors black and gold. So I mean, everything it just works. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Uh, uh, since I've kind of built a brand around that, we're just going to stick with it. New livery, though. Uh, Ooh, car, I'm hype. The car is like one of the only front mount radiators left on grid, and it overheats so bad. So yeah. we're going to do a rear mount radiator with it this year and uh, get us a little bit better of a fan setup. And uh, just try to – that was like the only thing we really struggled with is just keeping the car cool. We'd make it to a final battle, and the car would be like 250 degrees, and all the boys have these Milwaukee blowers and crap, like just smashing the engine bay with them. Just trying to get it down to like 220 so we can pull back up to the line and not blow our shit up. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, it's uh, there's really not much to it. We're just gonna refresh it, maybe put a little bigger supercharger on it if we can Ooh. dial that. Uh, See, that's what I'm talking about. If we can dial that uh, partnership down. We will uh, make something happen. Hell yeah, hell yeah. See, I, I'm yeah, man. I'm I'm excited for all that. See, and I don't. The reason why I I just wanted to have a conversation with you just because we haven't caught up well we we do text each other and stuff like that but we haven't caught up in just a regular conversation in a while so i just wanted to talk to you and kick back and just have a conversation just talk with the homies but one of the things i wanted to kind of talk about is how's fuel lab going man what you guys got going on over there i know you guys are always innovating doing new things and uh you're one of the main men over there right what's yeah it's good it's it's very good yeah we got uh, a small operation we just actually just hired our 10th employee um, so it's real small. So nice. whenever I talk about something, you know, I actually have a say and stuff, which is pretty rad. We just dropped a, uh, a brand new, uh, quick service surge tank. It's like for uh, fuel cells surge tank. And, uh, it's the only one that's like serviceable from the top. So if you have like, God forbid you have a fuel pump failure, no matter what it is, uh, you can just pop it right out the top with 10 bolts, drop a new one in, whereas pretty much every other competitor got to take it completely out of the cell turn it over unbolt it which turns into like an hour affair sometimes yeah so mm-hmm. if you got a five minute time out you're out yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so for us we wanted to make it to where if you have a you know, need to take that five minute time out you can still get back in the game so it was kind of cool just to be a part of that and you know i'm not the engineer or anything but i was able to give my input on from a racers and a race car builder standpoint just to hey this might work a little bit better and this might work a little bit better so some things in there have a little bit of uh I touch on there which is rad because you know you find yourself in a major massive company your words get uh pushed to the wayside so i love it here so far um you know the desk job is new for me but i'm enjoying it and uh i get to put some stuff together for people it's cool building those quick service search tanks and 
building regulators and stuff. It's a lot of fun. So I get to do a little bit of everything, which is rad. And they support my racing. So that's can't awesome. complain one bit. So that's one. That's what, you know, when you told me that and you were working there and uh, I don't know who runs the social media. They're really cool. They, they're they always constantly sharing our stuff. So I appreciate that, man. And, you know, obviously you already know this. It goes without saying if anybody from the team besides yourself ever needs anything, you're always welcome to contact us because, you know, we like to support our, our homies and our homies homies, you know, and you know how we run here. Absolutely. It's just one of those things that like even, for example, you know, uh, reveal for some of the people that are FD fans if they're listening and whatnot, like off of the recommendation of my boy here, Ricky Hoffman is rolling with us this year, so we're excited about that, and there's a few other people, man, that are going to be hitting the track with us as well, uh, who else were we talking to earlier? Um, the homie that wanted the, the Hexaforms. Hexaforms? For yeah, what car? What car? The, uh, the, the BMW, I think it was, yeah. What's it? Jack Davis. Oh, Jack Davis. Yeah, yeah. Jack Davis okay. is going to mm-hmm. be on yeah. rolling with us. Yeah, yeah. There's a few people, that, man. Dude. Yeah, yeah. There's a few people who are going to be working with us this year. So, Cody is looking heavy this year when it comes to the FT season. I'm excited, man. Mm-hmm. You I know, this is good. Heliograms. Huh? Heliograms, I thought. He's going with the heliograms, right? Okay, yeah. Maybe. No, he switched it up. Yeah, yeah. he switched it up just because of other things. Yeah, but my homies. That's homie's, where my yeah. eyes are. That's yeah, what you want to do? The, the well, heliograms, too. Those are good. Did, yeah. did you have you guys had conversation where he's going with yet or no i don't think so no nah, not really you haven't decided is that what it is no i mean i got uh i don't know man you sent me those new ones again and those looked cool too you're making it real hard for a guy to decide <laughs> you know what's funny this is a true story so remember so we have to send it to him by the way too so remember uh the picture of of uh the the one that we had at SEMA and it was a picture of you? We actually have that. Yeah. We want to send it over to you, which I I have yes. it for you. So I got to send it over to you cuz uh I thought it was really cool. I got some pictures of you with it too and yeah, man. We just thought it was really cool and we want to do that, you know, send it over. But yeah, that's um, rad. I thought it was really cool that I was on the side of your booth. So yeah, man. I mean, as you should be, man. You want to us, you're one of the dudes that we've been rolling with and I always appreciate you, man, cuz you're always kind and, and chill and you're not a cornball, as I would say. You know what I mean? There's That's a lot of cornballs in this industry. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get into it. So one of the things, one of the topics that I kind of wanted to talk about, just kind of riffing on what's going on. So I don't know if you know, uh, some of the cars that are are basically just are are going to be dropping this year. Now you know about the 25 year mark when it comes to importing cars, and yes, uh, this year's a whole new year. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought this was an interesting topic just because I'm a big fan. Every year, you kind of look at what exactly you can import over, and there was a few cars that kind of made the list that I was really excited, and hopefully, when it comes to FD, we kind of get to see them on the track, because that's it's always cool when someone brings a new car into the track, mm-hmm. kind of sees what it, how it works and how you know what they can do it when it comes to the, to, to the American market. Now, the only sucky part about this, uh, Derek, is that you can't see what we're seeing, you know what I mean? So... But I'll do my best to kind of talk about some of the cars that we could that that you know what I mean that that are basically made the market when it comes to 2023. So bear with me as I'll try to my best to explain to you what exactly I have in mind when it comes to top five cars. And if there's anything that you guys want to throw out mm-hmm. there, we can go from there. All right. So one of the one of the cars that I'm excited about this year is actually uh, the GT. No, not the GT. The R34. Now. This year, we actually get the GTST real-wheel drive version of it. It has an RB20 engine in it. And the reason why I'm excited about this car, and unfortunately, you can't see the pictures that we see right now, Derek, <laughs> yeah, is because on the screen. it is a real-wheel drive car. <laughs> I know. 
it is a real-wheel drive car. And honestly, I feel like because of that, we're going to luckily get to see this on the Formula Drift track because it's a real-wheel drive. But if there's anything you guys know about it, what do you guys think? I think it's an R20, uh, RB25 engine. And, uh, yeah, these things are sick, man. I, I know... Uh, I remember when we were speaking to Reza Arsham at SEMA, mm -hmm. he was saying, he's like, yo, I'd rather take the GTST over the GTR. A he, lot of people yeah, were saying that. He, yeah, he but I think they say that because because also he's like, well, no, Reza used to Reza, yeah, okay. Reza said that, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, he was saying it's more fun with the real drive, drifted, do, you know, you have more of a fun car. Well, it's a turbocharged inline six too, right, right. as well. So the car is no joke, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I think I'm more excited about it because of the fact that I am a drift fan. And when it comes to real wheel drive cars, it just, bro, for me, it's an exciting thing to see. And I'm just all for it. You know what I mean? So, what do you think about that, Derek? I'm, I just love R34s. Honestly, I'm a big R32 and an R34 guy uh, for sure. Um, actually, Tanner that works for us at Fuel Lab has a R34, and he's like, Yeah, I'm going to sell it. I'm like, Dude, damn. Why? Why? Really? But, yeah, he's uh he he came into before the market inflated, so he got a good deal on it. So is, it's not a GTR, uh, is it? Is it GTR? No, I, oh, I, no, it's not a GTR. I don't know which one it is. Mm -hmm. My memory's awful. He's told me, but uh, yeah. but it's pretty decent. You know what's funny? It's, it's like so. I he's probably selling that for way above market. He has if he hasn't yet. No, is he having like a problem? I don't, I don't, you don't know? No, no, there's no problems. You know, it's just uh, he's just. I don't think he's trying to make like a massive uh, markup on it or anything. I think mm -hmm. it's just pretty fair market because i mean compared to what he got it for you know he's still doing pretty good for himself so that's nice that's fire bro that's actually yeah. I, I think that's the first person i've actually heard say to me that they have a r34 you know an R34. Yeah. except at SEMA, every single person i saw because we had we had bs for bills. they were saying that they yeah, every single person yeah i got one of these at home i'm like sure you do bro like you know <laughs> yeah like, you know, yeah, you're, you have a toyota corolla at home get out of here so this it's is like the, the same thing right yeah <laughs> So another car that I'm excited about, and I think most of us here are excited about, is the Impreza STI, uh, the 22B, the 22B uh, uh, Impreza. You know, and the, and the crazy. So here's a fun fact about this car. Obviously, the first model came out 25 years ago. Last year, this car actually sold for over three thousand dollars on the market, bro. Somebody literally bought it for over three thousand dollars just because they love that car that much. But what was the price? Three hundred thousand dollars. They oh, bought it for that saying, much. I thought you were saying three thousand dollars. No, three hundred. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. Yeah, somebody bought that car for three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, hopefully with zero miles on it, perfect condition, showroom uh, floor. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I mean that's that's big money. Wow. And <coughs> here's another fun fact, Eric. My man right here has a 2022 WRX, and this car has more horsepower than his car. So and it's what, bro? It's, a, it's an STI. I don't have an STI. <laughs> You know, it has more horsepower than your car, too, bro. Damn. It does, it does. Okay, you know, let me have it. <laughs> but, um, it does. you know, I don't know. I'm excited for the for this SCI, too. This is actually probably my favorite Subaru of all time, which is probably also everyone else's. But, um, yeah, this thing is sick, man. I love, you know, the two doors are dead. So you see a coupe. It's just such a cool thing to see out there, especially a rally car, because I don't think there's any rally coupes out there right now on the market. In fact, there's probably none. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, this, a lot. yeah, yeah. This is one of those cars that kind of tests. You know, it has a boxer engine as well, two point mm -hmm. two liter boxer engine. It's literally kind of one of its kind type of deal. You know what I mean? So, and unfortunately, you don't get to see the picture again, Derek. But we're looking at this damn car and it's freaking fire. And I saw it. You saw it. You saw it. You saw it. <laughs> I saw it. 
But all right. Yeah, no, yeah. I, this is a good one. You're going to see these too. Unlike the R34, especially a GTST, I don't know how often you're going to see them, but I can guarantee you you're going to see these at car shows and stuff like that. People are going to get them. Absolutely. And it probably won't they're be already kind of creeping it, into the to here already. There, so. There's going to be ratty daddy ones out there. Oh, you know, 100%. So, you know, these things aren't going to be arm and leg. Yeah. Like like any R34 GTR or GTST in good condition is going to be an arm and leg. Yeah. That's just the way it's going to go. So I think with these cars, they're more common, and I don't think people are going to go crazy with the pricing, which is going to make it obtainable for people in the States. Yeah. Which is really cool. So another car similar to, to this car, which – oh, did we lose him? No. Oh. Oh, you're just looking at us. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we can't see just you. Just so listening, man. Yeah, yeah. So another car that I'm excited about as well is the Evo 5. Evo 5. That's going to be available to us as well that we can import over here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for all the good reasons, if you're uh, – for me, all-wheel drive is just a deal and how it goes, you know what I mean, uh, when it comes to cars and things that I want to play with as well. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, – it has the same amount of horsepower as the 22B, which is 280 horsepower. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, the car's fire. I mean, it's a good-looking car. I'm excited for it. One of the things that when it comes to these type of things, the reason why I'm even talking about imports is because of the what people do to them, just like my boy who over here who has a two, two – uh, 240SX, who mm-hmm. literally that car can fly off the wall, you know what I'm saying? So that's one of these things that when it comes to these cars, and that's why I'm having this conversation with this dude, because I guarantee you someone like Derek gets their hands on this car and he can literally just tear it apart and make it fly into another dimension. So, yeah, do you, I can definitely tear it apart. Yeah. <laughs> the, I guess, I guess you don't really see a lot of all wheel drives in Formula Drift, huh? Nah, no, 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 no. You can't, yeah, it's like it, all wheel drive is, you know, so it's only like. It's obviously, yeah. for obvious reasons, all-wheel drive is hard to drift, you know? Yeah, but the, the people can drift an all-wheel drive car, right? Jerry, you could probably drift an all-wheel drive car. I've never tried. I'm sure it'll be hard, but... But people do. There's videos out there. Jim Kana. Jim Kana did But there's videos of people like drifting like, all-wheel drive cars because you have a, re- a rear-wheel bias <coughs> all-wheel drive car. Yeah. So, like, you can drift that. Like, uh, like... Like people drift golf hours. I mean, it's weird looking, but they can do it. Yeah, but for weird. for competition purposes, I feel like it's a whole different ball game. I guess you know so. I, mean? I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I know. think it's against the rules, actually. There you oh go. wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I think so. You learn something new, man. There you go. There yeah. you go. I'm. I'm they, a, dr- they just drift differently. I, I think you'd have a hell of a time keeping it up on these big banks. For oh, okay. Sure. So it's just I mean, harder. Ken blocked it years ago. So I, yeah, I mean. Because you don't counter steer to like keep yourself up on the bank. You kind of steer in and keep it straight and like mm. only counter steer if you're about to spin because the fronts are spinning too. So it's like you can very easily just drive yourself like right down the bank versus like taking it around. Right. I don't know. It's been done and you can do it, but I mean, I'm a, a I'm a beyond drifting a novice, so I don't really know much about this. So it's it's good to keep up to date with it. I'm I'm a car guy, but you know, never did any drifting, so. Learn yeah. something. And you know what's funny? It's it's very common to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think also drifting is like kind of like a, a growing like motorsport. For me specifically, as a person who likes instant gratification type of things, <laughs> drifting works for me just because it happens so freaking fast and it's freaking loud. I yeah. this dude hasn't been to a drift event yet, bro. And well, I'm like excited uh, to bring. They, him they had a they had a drifting thing at. Uh, yeah, he's coming to Jersey. They, they had a drifting thing f- briefly at uh, Lime Rock for for uh, Circuit Legends. Ah, there was a whole thing yeah. where, where there, there was some oh, drifting right, going on. That's yeah, right, that's right. But it was, it was a, grid life. It was grid, grid life. life. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of cool though. I'll tell you. But um, yeah, I saw that. It was cool. I don't think it's a, it's not like a competition though. Like FD. It, no, it wasn't a competition. It was just kind of like a like. Just, I don't even know what you want to call they, it. They invite drivers. It's like well, the, at that event, I, I don't even know if Lime Rock is a track that's meant for drifting. I have no idea. It's not. You can drift it, and I've, I've seen some videos and stuff, and it looked rad. But mm-hmm. uh, it's 
hard track to drift. It's very long straights, so it's almost unfluid, but there's nothing like going to Formula Drift, man. Cool. That's, I can't wait, wild. man. That's sick, dude. We're going to do it up. Come hang out in the pits, dude. Yeah, man. Bro, this guy got a whole setup. Like, he has, like, a, the only person I see that has his... Well, did did we ever send you the wheels for the for the van, by the way? Oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did. Okay, I'm losing my mind. Yeah, the 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 wrap is almost done, and the wheels are going on as soon as it gets back. So fired up, it's getting delivery and everything. So he's nice. the only one that, bro. He this is why I I rode with this dude. He had like speakers and shit, cooking food, mm-hmm. like just kicking it. Everyone else is dead serious. My man's just relaxing, like hanging out with the homies in the back. He's, you know what I mean? It's just fun. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, yeah. We send them the rewinds. Yeah, they're gonna look dope. All right, last last one because I feel like this 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 yeah. topic is running dry a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of boring me a little bit, but it's all right. It's a topic we picked, so I might as well talk about. It. <laughs> so next year, though, this is a next year drop. Next year, we were to- we were looking it up. Mm-hmm. The Sylvia S15 is gonna drop, and you can import it to US. As a man who has, you know, one of these type of cars similar to, you know what i mean is this something that you would you get one once it hits once it hits Dude, the market you know if my bank account says yes i'm getting one okay. the chances are pretty slim for that but Dude, they're so sick. That's why I made my S14 look exactly like one. Because Yo, it's the poor, poor man's S15. That's what, I, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying, bro. Bro, everybody and their mother has has their car looking like this car. You know, Dude, listen. Specifically the headlights look. and stuff like that. I remember this back whenever. Whenever anyone had an S14 back in the day, or whenever people were about it, everyone was always just like, yo, you got, fru- oh, you got the kooky front end? You got kooky front end? Kooky, and, yeah. And they, they just always just trying to do the S15 clone. And, uh, you know, it's because it's just such a good-looking car. so iconic. really yeah. is. I feel that. I feel yeah, that. man. And I love the 245. And uh, I feel like I'm also like, I like nice things. So <laughs> having a 240 but newer is just perfect. Yeah, I mean, my yeah. hatch is really nice interior, but, like, I like the essentials. I don't have a cup holder, man. Where am I going to put my coffee? Uh, <laughs> Between the legs, I don't know. Dude, pull the ashtray out, right down in there. Mm. Bro, it's perfect. and I, I had mentioned this to, and, and you, Derek, you got to look this up. So there's this Malaysian car brand called Proton. Have you ever heard of Proton? Mm-mm. Why? Why? Because who, who drives why? a Proton? Bro, no one's ever, every time I talk to people about this brand, they're like, we have no clue. So it's no. a Malaysian company, and they have this car called the Satria GTI. Bro, look this car up one day. It's a fire-ass freaking car, and it's one of the ones that you can import. I feel like I'm the only person who's going to want to ever import this car over here because I'm the only one that knows about it. Bro, look at that thing. You get it cheap, though. You can get it cheap, yeah. Honestly. And it it has some history in rally, too, bro. All right. It looks looks like a mix of three cars. It looks like a mixture of an EG Hatch Civic, a Saab, and a Pontiac uh, Aztec. It looks, it I looks, can't even it looks see balls. It. It looks <laughs> I like it though. You know oh, what I'm saying? I'm a, bro, I'm a hatch dude, bro. It's, like you put me in any. T- look at that thing. That thing is fire, bro. It has a GC, GSR engine as well, bro. Man, wish, wish I could see it. Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, it's like charmingly ugly. That's what it is. I get that. It's like the same kind of ugly that like, the the neon SRT4 had. All right, Just bro. Saying. This is the topic that I wanted to talk about. All right, check this out, guys. So, Oscar Mayer, the Wienermobile. Do you remember that? Dude, tell me you're putting Koenigs on one. I wish. 
But <laughs> and, and and if Oscar Myers ever hears this, please hit me up. I would love to put some freaking Koenigs. Oh, there it is. You can't see it again, Derek. I'm sorry, uh, my dude, but we're looking at it, man. and now I'm gonna freaking. But I know this one. I'm gonna Photoshop the Wiener Mobile. But the we I'm gonna Photoshop mm-hmm. some freaking Koenigs onto it because I want to see what it looks like. But yo, so this is true story. They're looking for drivers to drive this thing. They're offering 36 36k a year. You get $150 per DM for food and like, you know, travel and all that. Mm-hmm. You get 18 paid days off. Wow. But the only thing is you need a 3.0 GPA and you also need either like a like <laughs> <laughs> and, a, a, and you either need a, a like a, a a degree in like marketing, journalism, uh, like public relations, or as the drive have wrote in mustard. <laughs> poor, poor, poorly. But the reason why I'm bringing this up, if you were 24, 25, would you take this job? I'm not far off from there. I know, man. I forgot. I'm not, You're a young man. How, you, how old are you, Derek? Uh, 29. Oh, man. So you guys, are, you guys are babies, bro. But uh, yeah, I'm nah. 35, bro. W- would I drive the Wienermobile? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is where we've got to in this podcast. Not, not in New York, dude. Me, n- I, yeah, I would be the best Glizzy pilot on the earth. Dude. <laughs> glizzy, <laughs> bro. I would drive this thing when, bro. If if yeah. I would have seen this at like 20 tw- between 22 and 25, I would have taken this job. You would have seen me as like the the Oscar Mayer like dude, bro. Yeah, but you would get out of that thing and start break dancing, handing out hot dogs. I still, I still honestly, still... I'd buy a hot dog right then on site. That's yeah. what I'm saying, bro. Like get, you know what I mean? Like, bro, the next time we go to this event, I'm bringing like a a floor, and we're gonna make this dude's like pit area like freaking the <laughs> spot to be. Cause I know nice. he has a speaker, so we're just gonna roll around and I'm chill in, again, bro. I'm in. I'm it. in. Nice. All right, bro. right out front. Yeah, bro. I'm in. It. I'm with it. All right, bro. So, just because I want, I know you have work and all that thing, and I just kind of wanted to get into like what you, you know, close out the conversation. What should we look for when it comes to Derek Madison and the FD season? What does it look like for you? What should we expect? Is it W's all around? Uh, who do you want to battle? Who are you looking forward to? Who's your competition, bro? In your eyes? Um. Well, it's looking like I'm gonna be on the top of the box a lot more. Ooh. And. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I just love battling everybody. I love battling my friends, and I'm like pretty good friends with almost everybody in Prospect. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're all in it for the same thing. We're all struggling, all trying to make it to the big time, so we all relate for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a very competitive person, so I want to I want to battle the best because if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So all those dudes in the top five are always on my, on my gun list. So... Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of them. At least one of them are moving up, but uh, everybody else on the list. You know, if I don't win. It's all good. But I'm you, done. you know, I know I've asked you this, but these are some of the questions that Max, Max had asked uh, before. Like on the off season, how often are you like doing seat time? Are you just? That's a good question. You know, are you not doing no, seat time? No, no, a little bit of Call of Duty. Yeah. Bro, you know, uh, and, and and that's why I didn't want to, like, in some capacity, I was like, I know this, for some reason, I know that you're just kicking it. You're... Yeah, dude, I mean, I, I, we don't... <laughs> and I they go really in there, cold. like, go hard. It's cold here. I mean, the season starts in March, ends in, like, November, so, like, off-season, it's, like, it's the only time I get to chill, dude. And, I mean, even then, I'm still at my shop, like, five days a week doing something, even if it's just messing around, being an idiot, but... 
yeah, it's nice to just finally have a time that I can just chill and relax a little bit because during FD season, I feel like I'm gone every other weekend, which don't get me wrong. It's rad. But <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's a lot, dude. It's a lot. So, um, yeah, no, 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 pit, no, uh, seed time in the off season. I got a racing sim. It's pretty cheap that I get on every now and then, but only when the boys are on. So, you know, what's funny. You know, what's funny. I think that's one of those things that's also underestimated. A lot of people like preach seat time, seat time, seat right, time, right. but a lot of people don't talk about like just relaxing. Like competition <clears throat> is such a, like a heavy thing to deal with that like if you know if you're constantly like just going hard and hitting tracks and you know doing the seat time thing and then you go into this this season with not a clear mind and all you're thinking about is like ah, I got it you know what I mean and just this intensity it might be like an offset type of thing where you're kind of going in there not prepared because you're over prepared does that make any sense I don't know I've seen a lot of people do that, you know, in other types of sorts of competition as well. So I don't know. I think also taking sure. the time to relax, taking the time to kind of, you know, spend time with family, mentally prepare yourself to kind of get on that track. Because mm -hmm. a person like yourself, when the season starts, you're not only doing FD. I've seen you. You're, you're doing Riverside. You're doing other type of events. You, you know, it's a consistent thing that you're kind of doing when you're on season, you know. So I, I get that part, bro. I get that off season, just kind of relaxing and and doing the things for yourself, you know? Yeah, that clear mind goes a long way when you get, on, get up to I mean. the season. That's you got that's... enough stress and just to prep for the season, so you may as well, like, yeah, get some you time in the meantime. Good. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited for the season. You know what I mean? Uh, I just, like I said, I just wanted to kind of kick it in here and talk to you and see what you're about and what's going on with your life. Aside from that, how's everything else, brother? It's good, man. I mean, everything's good. We, uh, going go-karting on saturday nice. like a kid again for, so yeah taking care of yourself again yeah, now what right. about you dude the people so, don't need to hear about just me how are you guys so we're we're good we're mm -hmm. good you know obviously this season which you already know this and a lot of people kind of you know what's funny is just because we haven't dropped so much information about it but we've obviously talked about the ultragram and stuff like that but we got that forge line coming out mm -hmm. that hopefully mm -hmm. once that comes out my boy over here is going to be rocking it and sporting it for you guys and showing you what it's like and what it how it deals you know mm -hmm. how it looks like on a car and all that so we have that going on as well as for me this weekend bro i'm going to vegas oh yeah that's right that oh this weekend yeah bro vegas you yeah see my round too yeah uh, 100 on black for me man 100 on black yeah i'm going i'm actually going over there for for a braking competition <laughs> yeah bro i still i still go hard with it bro people don't are know. you in it are you in it i'm in it yeah i'm in it i'm competing in it you coming out P1 or what, dude? You know me, bro. This is what we do. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo. I love love to hear it. Glad to hear you doing what you love, yeah, dog. I'm glad to check in with you. <laughs> Max, Max, that's, bro, that's all I ever get. Anytime I'm, so when we went to Hyperfest, you weren't there. No. Uh, when uh, we went to Hyperfest, bro, I went into the middle circle and we just started breaking. And it was, like, crazy. It was a good time. Hyperfest is a good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah Hyperfest is rad. Yeah, man. But, yo, my brother, thank you, Derek, for taking the time. We obviously look forward to the season coming up. If you ever need anything from us, you know we're always here for you. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, thanks, man. Thank you for being on the podcast Absolutely. with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for being a part of my program. If y'all ever find yourself in the Midwest, hit me up. You already know. Show you guys around. Yeah, man. But oh, I appreciate it, boys. Thank tell, you guys very much. Thank you, Derek. Tell the boys at Fuel Lab not to work you so hard, man. Yeah, no, that, that ain't never going to happen. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take All care. All right, brother. Take it easy. All right, y'all. Thanks. See ya.
I love that dude, man. Yeah, man. He's always cool and chill to talk to. And that's the reason, you know, we were talking about kind of what type of podcast today was going to be. And I just wanted to kind of have a conversation, man. Yeah. We're, we're always kind of trying to hit hard hitting topics and stuff like that. Right. Sometimes a podcast goes best when you're just having a cool convo. You know, well, it's nice, too, because a lot of times when we have guests, we try to, you know, it becomes about the guests. Yes. Yeah. Like a catching up with someone and tell us all about who they are and what yep. they do and all this stuff. But like you could just have a guest on here and just do what we do, which is us two. Yeah. And just talk about topics and stuff or whatever. It may be hot news with another person. Yeah. It's always nice to get another opinion in there. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and this is the thing that I always have a hard time with these podcasts is how much time we talk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's a million and one things we could talk about. You know, like uh, there was a topic that I kind of wanted to bring up, which was the the, the fact that the, there was this whole 22B that was cloned mm. and made. You know, literally there's a billion and one topics that I wanted to talk about. But the truth is, it's just like you only have a certain amount of time. And yep. also, you know, maybe some topics aren't interesting to others as they are to us. But this is like the way that we're talking right now is how we talk in the office almost every day. Yeah, you know, we're much. constantly just talking about what's going on. We talk about car topics. We talk about life. We talk about all these type of things. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you guys like these type of uh, podcasts. If you want us to do it in this kind of format, let us know. Cause you know, we have fun with it, man. And you know, yeah. You know, this uh, is my piece. Friday content this weekend or this week, Friday. What are we doing this Friday? We have a car anatomy with uh, Kendall Samuel from Mechanical Advantage Racing. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that one just because if you know anything about Mechanical Advantage Racing, they are mad scientists when it comes mm -hmm. to the road racing uh, realm. You know, these guys kind of get a car. It starts off as one thing and then it ends up as another. If you look at and, and if you tune in this Friday, you'll get to see a car that was once an STI turn into... <laughs> What he calls a slumdog STI. Yep. The thing is, is 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 just a madman of a car. It goes over eight hundred horsepower. Twin the turbo, thing is, twin turbo car. Yeah. The, the thing is a savage. I car. got to see it in person. That thing is mean. I mean, it's like, the same thing. Like we we had we had crazy. Grant Walker. Grant's his, car is incredible, bro. That's like a Batmobile. That it thing. is like a Batmobile. You know this car so, is so sick. That's how you turn a little Miata into an absolute beast. You know, bro. It's insane like, what these guys do with their cars, and I think that's the reason why I, I'm excited for this episode. Just because it, it's it's a test to what people can do with innovation and time but, and effort. Plus, you know? I got to talk to, uh, to to Kendall, and he is incredibly knowledgeable oh, like the, sure. the, the guy is so so knowledgeable he's truly like you said kind of mad scientist vibes yeah. so um really interesting stuff and he has tons of knowledge and he shares it with people if anyone's trying to get on the track or build a car or learn about a particular you know something or another you might learn something from him because he's sharing the wealth yeah 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 for sure mm -hmm. uh and yeah i think that's it mm -hmm. yeah guys thank you for joining us for thank another you. wheel wednesday podcast we appreciate you and you have a good one, as they say. <laughs>